0: Hey, Pratipa, thank you so much for taking time for this. I really appreciate it. Uh, as we start, can you talk a little bit about your uh, current
1: title and current role? Hey, thank you so much, Misha, for having me. Um, thanks to you and to the Afinia Group for organizing this. Um, sure, we'll uh, go over the, the current role. So I currently work with Goldman Sachs um, into their wealth management division as a vice president, um, establishing and maturing their information security program overall.
0: Excellent. And uh, could you talk a little bit about your uh, career in cybersecurity? How did you get into the
1: space? What were some of your previous roles? Yeah, sure. Um, so cybersecurity, if I have to kind of summarize it uh, for me, uh, going going into this career field, um, you know, is, is if it, if I summarize it in one word, it's accidental. Um, So I've been working in the technology field for about um, 20 years and, you know, I've I've gone through, you know, the support, the IT operations, the the infrastructure, all the way from the on-prem data center, Colo, to the uh, cloud journey. And then also on the um, enterprise application side of things, you know, ERP and financial and the other um, applications that kind of connect the organization Together, so having been, uh, you know, spent a lot of time on that side, and uh, several years ago, when cybersecurity, you know, at least uh, small to mid-sized organizations were still kind of becoming, you know, a a thing, if you would, if you would, um, there was, there was, you know, there was no special or separate uh, resources, and so hey, there is no one we need to do this, whether it's new regulations or. Uh, you know, th- this needs to be done, you know, IT will do it. And so I kind of, that was my journey into it. And um, here we are today, uh, you know, it, it's, become, it's become so uh, critical, so essential. And uh, I think I, I would say that most people that I've uh, interacted with or, or team members have sort of have had a similar journey from a software background or a technology background. I understand and
0: thank you for sharing. Um, And
1: as you mentioned,
0: it it seems there is a lot more focus on cybersecurity. I think there is a lot more awareness from kind of business leaders and and senior management. Um, And from what we're hearing, there is to this day, there is a shortage of uh, qualified professionals. I think that there is a lot more uh, open positions than available talent and it seems um, a lot more professionals, whether IT professionals looking to switch into cybersecurity or even kind of younger uh, generation, maybe even students looking to break into the space. What would you recommend to someone who is just looking to, to make this transition or looking to make a career in cybersecurity? What would, what would be your suggestions to them on what, should they, fo- what they may um, decide to focus on where they should spend their time?
1: Yeah, um, that that's a really good question, and I'll, I'll cover it from from two sides. I think uh, the the first one is uh, you know, like you mentioned, it's 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 sort of a new uh, field, uh, much more focus um, on cybersecurity today than it was several years ago. And uh, with, with that said, uh, what comes to my mind is you know, when there is a new team, um, you know, that's that's. Uh, forming to to take care of something, you're kind of going through those those stages where the team is forming and storming and norming, and then going to the performing stage, right? And I think if you look at cybersecurity overall, I, I don't necessarily um, say that. You know, I mean, there is definitely um, shortage of talent um, in the cybersecurity field, but there isn't a shortage of talent overall. I mean, the the the, the younger generation coming out of, you know, colleges, I, I, I feel they're extremely high IQ, you know, they, they, they know the technology very well. So there is talent. It's, it's how do we steer that in the right direction and uh, to, to where it's needed. And that's where, you know, I want to correlate that to the, to the storming until we get to the, to the performing stage. Um, So, uh, you know, I I have to believe that there is um, there is this great talent out there, the the shortage of steering them in the right direction in the technology, the the cybersecurity field is work that that is ongoing. And, you know, at at some point, it's going to catch up where it's going to align properly um, to where it's needed. But but it takes time. So that's one one piece of it. The other piece, I think, is. the the younger generation that's coming into this field or, or wants to come into this field, um, you know, again, uh, cybersecurity um, is 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 a, is a is a challenge that we're all facing, and uh, change is the only constant. And you know, embracing technology, embracing um, why this is so critical. It's 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 our information, the essential services that we all use. Every day are at risk, um, right? And so this is this is a great challenge, and I believe, um, you know, I, I strongly believe that that is very motivating uh, to to almost everyone, not just the younger generation. And I I, I I've met many um, younger and you know uh, people at their mid career level that are trying to make the switch, that are wanting to make the switch that are reading up, taking certifications, you know, asking around, reading up and so on, involving themselves in networking. So I know that that switch is happening um, slowly. And uh, it's, it's just, it's a matter of time when it's going to come together. I see. I understand.
0: It sounds like the first thing that you mentioned, it sounds like it's almost um, a responsibility of corporations and organizations to do a better job a, Promoting themselves as a as a kind of destination, um, and also creating an incentive structure that would attract this talent. So not only they would consider this path as being interesting, but also rewarding. So yeah. it's almost like uh, a task on the side of the industry to make sure that more talented people take this path versus something else.
1: Yeah, yeah, you put that very well. That's that's um, that that's really it. I mean, it it has to be a journey which is which works both ways, um, right? The, the, the employee has to feel motivated and, and has to feel that they're gonna make an impact. And it, it truly is, is that way, but we have to make sure that we can weigh that and steer that in the right direction.
0: Certainly, certainly. Thank you. Again, thank you for sharing this. Um, we are talking to, to a number of mem- members and what I find always interesting is kind of the different perspectives on what the future is gonna bring And uh, there are certain themes that are kind of top of mind right now, like uh, ransomware uh, with some of the recent attacks or transitioning to the cloud. And as a result, uh, cloud security and things like this, which a lot of professionals are focusing on now. And whether these issues remain uh, top of mind six months from now, 12 months from now, I'm I'm not sure. I think it's uh, different people have different perspectives, but from your vantage point, what do you think will be the top three
1: challenges uh, that cybersecurity executives will face? Let's say twelve months from now. Yeah, I. Um, that's that's again a really good question, and you know, uh, part of me wants to answer it to say ransomware, ransomware, ransomware. Uh, but you know, uh, I think the the more logical part of me says that you know, although that is a is you know something that is on everyone's mind. It it is part of it, right? I mean, uh, that's that's what everyone that that's what gets talked about because that affects again our essential services, our supply chain, and um, and so on. But at the same time, we, we have to uh, we we have to kind of know our house, if you will, know what's where in terms of inventory and asset management, and be able to. To secure that and be, you know, be able to prioritize what needs to be done. So, you know, to answer your question, as far as the the, the top three challenges, I think there's there is a, uh, you know, what I would say is one is um, having um, an organization that is supportive, having a board that is uh, that is supportive of this challenge is is very involved. So again, it's a two-way journey where, uh, you know, the the security team, the technology team, the senior management and the board are are equal partners and, 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 uh, you know, are are working towards this challenge together. Uh, The the risks, you know, the the second one is is that the risks need to be uh, looked at um, as a a shared problem, not necessarily something that uh, the security team owns and goes into a corner and resolves right it's 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 a risk to the business it's a it's a very uh, you know a, a critical need that needs to be addressed and so uh, when there is a the healthy give and take when there is a discussion on uh, on how to go about it it, it automatically um, you know comes to a resolution that 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 works out for everyone so i would say um, focusing a lot more on um, relationship building on partnering with different business units is is something um, is critical in my opinion. I give a lot of importance to EQ, not just IQ. And so, you know, using that in your in your kind of everyday, uh, you know, communication and uh, in your you know whether it's personal or professional life is is just you know adds um, adds value. So so those things and then like you mentioned before, uh, you know the the, the challenge of finding the right talent because and why that is why that is challenging uh, today is you know having not having the right talent directly affects you know the resources that you need to resolve those problems and so you know whether you can prioritize it high or critical you still need the the right resources that can help you do that and so those i think um, at least in the next 6 to 12 months will continue to be um, a challenge and uh again, you know, I hate the word challenge almost, but it, it's, it's, it's uh, something that we should uh, look at it as a, as a community and, and see how we can um, come up with a solution that will help the organization and help the, the businesses. It
0: makes sense, makes sense. And you mentioned um, communication between uh, cybersecurity teams and um, senior management on the board. Do you think uh, some of the challenges come from I guess, lack of understanding on the part of the board and senior management of what those uh, risks are and what the implications are for the business. Because I I think it's a lot of times um, senior management will be focused on cost. Uh, Obviously they're focusing kind of headline risk and things like this, but it's almost, um, it's a chart, right? So you can plot the costs and you can plot um, probability of a security uh, incident and and whatever they intersect, whatever the preference is in terms of how much how much security can you afford in the end of the day. Uh, as a cybersecurity team, you want to provide all the facts to so the senior management so they can, A, make an informed decision and B, be comfortable with it, be comfortable with the level of risk that's inherent in the decision they're making. Because I think the problems become when there's this disconnect, different expectations on both sides in terms of, what the risks are, what the costs are, what the implications are. So a lot of it, to your point, uh, has to do with EQ and not just IQ. And so a lot of it has to do with communication, making sure that all parties, uh, everyone on the table are on the same page.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, a lot of, I mean, well said, and a lot of, lot of folks are, are doing this day in and day out, right? It, it's again, it's a two way street. The, the security team has to, absolutely needs to, and, and has to um, use that EQ to understand that resources and budget is tight and, and the, 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 uh, the board and the senior management is trying to use it in the right way. You know, that's, that's just it. And um, so they need to really work um, extremely hard to, to make sure to address the impact of the risks that they're bringing up um and you know what would be what would be the impact in 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 different ways to the organization because um, once that is, you know, clearly understood, then it's an then it's a little bit of an easier decision making than to say here are all the risks and you know this is what we should do. It's it's a so it's it's a two way street and, and like I said before, I think um, for for the, the the board and the senior management to really uh, you know to 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 really um, sit down and, and listen and, and um, help address this and to help understand uh, why this is important. Um, is, is also goes a long way so it's it's um it's a partnership and uh, i i think it's it's really it's really getting there um as as cybersecurity is evolving and as uh th- there's critical focus on it it's it's getting there
0: certainly certainly um now switching gears is uh um kind of p- putting the afinia hat on uh, can you talk maybe a little bit about what you think uh, afinia is doing well so if you were to say I love Afinia because will be some of the ways you would finish the
1: sentence? Um, that That's a good question. I think what I would um, uh, say is, well, first of all, I'll start with uh, this is not easy. What Afinia is doing is not easy. It, it takes a, a lot of hard work uh, to, to put this together, um, you know, and um, uh, you, you know, have, bring people together. So I think, uh, what what I would add to um, how how Afenia adds value is um, you're you're building a community um, of um, of not just security professionals but um, of you know professionals that are you know some of them are in uh, in risk and privacy focusing on uh, you know just just pure security so there's compliance and so on legal and there's different pieces to it and you're building a community that bringing people together when I get on you know if if I have to look up a professional and say well maybe I can talk to this Afenia member about this it is it it is such um a a nice opportunity to be able to do that and to learn off of each other and so I think uh, when I think of Afenia I literally you know words that come to my mind is uh, a, a strong community of of um uh, security professionals that we can leverage each other's knowledge and skills and um, experience and also learn from each other. Um, and so, you know, um, I would say keep keep doing that. I would I would uh, certainly like to see uh, you know some roundtable sessions and some back and forth um, on on some discussion topics.
0: Mm-hmm. Certainly, thank you so much. Uh, it's excellent feedback for us. Um, and kind of in this regard what would be something that we can do better or more or differently that you think we're currently not doing or not doing enough?
1: Um, I mean, you're definitely, I don't say, I don't uh, think you're not doing enough, but, but maybe something to think along the lines of, again, uh, you know, some, some round tables and and maybe uh, clear, uh, creating um, a a little bit of a a further distinction uh, between, you know, we, we say here's, Afenia group for cybersecurity professionals. Um, Maybe a further distinction might be helpful to say, you know, here's some um, uh, security legal resources if you have, um, you know, if you want to leverage that experience or here's, you know, privacy focused, data privacy focused or information security focused. So some just creating some some of those streams uh, within the groups um, because we oftentimes find, uh, you know, I found myself to say, oh, you know, if I could ask this off a legal, legal opinion, um, you know, so that, that I think comes to my mind um, in terms of uh, maturing the program further. Certainly. Um, thank you. And
0: do you think, would it make sense to, uh, you mentioned roundtables, to group members together by industry, whether it's financial services or fin- in general or like fintech in particular, do you think it would make more sense to group Members by industry or by, as you mentioned, uh, whether it's privacy or compliance or uh, third-party vendor uh, security and things like that. So maybe both. That's a that's a good question, and I the first, don't. A, the first is a the challenge because we don't want to niche it too small. Yes. Uh, so it's only like a handful of people, but at the same time, we don't put everyone because uh, I would imagine that even in the same space, someone who is uh, uh, a recently funded startup with three people would have different challenges versus a large and mature mature yeah. organization, a completely different scope of challenges yeah. and, uh, and different different risks.
1: yeah, no, that's a that's a really good question. and I, I'm with you. I, we don't want to really sort of you know create these niche groups because the idea is to learn from each other, right? Learn from whether it's different industries or you know, different sizes. And um, I also don't want you to, to, to learn to say, I mean, it's it's good to have um, different streams where, you know, if you uh, there are some data privacy focus, legal focus, and leverage that experience. But I think when you come together at a table, you've got to have a mix. To understand the overall picture, um, and and so I, I would focus, or I would I would um, uh, lean more towards the size of uh, you know you can you can do it by the industry, but again mixing it up so that we learn from each other, so that we bring different opinions to the table, so mm-hmm. you know we know what's going on um, elsewhere and um, not not in the same uh, way. Um, that that would be kind of my my suggestion. I understand. I understand. Um,
0: and kind of in, in the same vein, uh, we were at, at RSA conference uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was the last conference actually. And I know, uh, for, for obvious reasons, there was a lack of, uh, um, face-to-face events and we're starting to consider, and again, depending on comfort level of our members, depending on, um, kind of different, different factors that we're considering, obviously uh, everything will be done with uh, protocols and the, and the mandates that are in place, but we're trying to gauge interest of our members of convening a handful of maybe half a dozen or a dozen members that are local to a certain um, area for a uh, for kind of a private dinner, because I think everyone is tired of Zoom to a certain extent and people are craving this face-to-face interaction. If, and we feel that if it's done with kind of following certain protocols, Again, it's probably not for today. Maybe yeah. hopefully all the waves will subside maybe by March, April timeframe. But what do you think about this idea? Is it something that's maybe will, how do you think it will be
1: received? I, I honestly think I couldn't agree with you uh, more on the, the Zoom fatigue, um, and it's, it's so real. Uh, it's not just Zoom fatigue. You know, I, I don't want to blame Zoom. It's just the online virtual, virtual, right? Um, and uh, I have to say, I, I attended uh, one this month, uh, just like you said, um, very small, very focused, and you know, following the protocols. I, I honestly think that it will be extremely well-received. Uh, the 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 interaction that happens in in that size and in face to face it it is just um, you, you can't measure uh, the, the the what you get out of that you know in when when you, instead you when you're doing it virtually so I really think that it will be well received uh, people will be eager. Uh, to join and to interact and to to uh, you know give and take um, on on what they're meeting about. So I think uh, it's a really good idea.
0: Excellent, thank you so much. We're seriously considering, and again, it will be small groups, but following all the protocols. And because uh, we're thinking, if it's a um, kind of a private room at a, uh, at a good restaurant, I think people will appreciate the opportunity to connect. And because uh, to your point the the depth of connection when you have a face to face interaction is uh, you can't it's not something you can replicate uh, no matter how many Zoom calls you're yeah. on I think yeah. uh, people are missing out on that but and thank you for your feedback uh, last question and again I'm not sure if you would have an answer but um, if if you think back like six from six months till now was there a kind of a vendor or a provider that kind of went above and beyond that struck struck you as some something you had an amazing experience that
1: you want to give a shout out um wow i uh that's a really difficult one for today (laughs) um i actually don't have um one name uh for you today but you know i have to say uh working with the vendors for so long you know whether it's on technology and security size uh, vendor today, uh, vendors today, vendors today are working extremely hard. Uh, they they have to take care of you know so many things. Uh, they have to know um, so much and uh, try to align uh, you know with with the expectations that the organization is expecting um, on on so many different levels. Um, and I've kind of just seen uh, that that uh, journey w- with some of the vendors, um, and so. You know, if, if uh, all I can say is without, without having any names is if you're working with a vendor, really be upfront and clear on what you're looking for. And uh, what works for me well um, is uh, if it's not a good alignment, it's much better to be to be upfront to say and um, say why not and really what you're looking for because there have been so many times where uh, you know they will recommend uh, you know or say here's why, here's why not and it's it's a win-win. Um, and, uh, and and when if it is a good vendor then um, let's get on that journey. Um, so I, I would say that that's what I would say um, uh, you know as far as working with different vendors. I appreciate
0: it. I understand. Excellent. Um, Pratiba, well, thank you so much for your time. I I think we're we're coming up on time. I I really appreciate you taking time for this. Yeah. Uh, We'll certainly get in touch as soon as our plans uh, for those uh, small um, gatherings. Uh, Once we put this in place, we'll we'll certainly reach out. But again, thank you so much. And um, thank you for being part of Fini.
1: Yeah, no, uh, definitely let me know. I look forward to those uh, small gathering interactions and uh, thank you for your time today and uh, spending that with me. It was really a pleasure speaking with you and and discussing uh, a little bit on security. Excellent, same here. Thank Thank you.